0: Hey guys, this is hot and heavy uh today, I want to talk about some of the just the words the Lord's given me about resting and how to rest effectively. I know sometimes I've felt to tell someone to go rest before the Lord or wait before the Lord, and it seems to be a very challenging experience sometimes for people they don't know how long do I rest for, what do I do if I think this or feel that or get tired or bored or hungry or anything while I'm waiting on God and so um brought this idea up from Genesis that I want to talk about. So, I'm using the scriptures from uh, Genesis 1.26 and 1.27. It's just whenever God made man. And in it, you know, he says, which, for the record, you don't have to be someone that believes that God made the world and everything in literally one week. I don't think it's... I just think it's foolish to try to judge these things without getting revelation yourself. So, This is another great example of something that you should not try to judge this without God involved if it's bothering you, which for many people bothers them because how do you make a world in one week? And then we have this world that shows signs of that not being built in one week um, in the age of the world and stuff like that. But take all that to God because that's where you're going to see the most powerful answers. Um, You're going to know that you know that you know what you know because he can show you things and uh he can be the one that persuades you and explains things and he's not just in a fairy tale land he speaks with logic emotion understanding like any other living being uh, that knows how to speak <laughs> so um okay so 126 uh, genesis 126 and 127 um basically you know everything else had been made including all the other you know mammalian creatures and the reptiles and everything and then it says that, you know, God wanted to make man in their own image. And so they created man and woman. And then it said, um, I mean, I guess they technically only created mankind first. But it said they created us in their image, man, uh, male and female. So you can read that however you want. Okay, what he said this morning that was profound is humanity's first day was on the ninth of the 6th why this is profound is because we imagine a day to be when it's morning time uh when we're getting up to be active but in reality on the s- the end of the sixth day God was resting at night like normal and we rested that's how we started our first moments of existence we entered into rest with him because it says it was the evening time and then there w- and then there was morning for the sixth day so um all that to say this is how our lives are to be built with God. Is you begin, you always begin at night with him. You always begin in the place of rest with him. And so often I get these, you know, questions or I even just feel to tell people um, uh, when you're resting, actually Sadie and I went to the park yesterday and we were just in the Lord and it was really really good. But he and it he said to um, say this out loud for both of us. He said to say, the trick with resting before God is making no moves until you're fully persuaded to move, right? So if you're like, should I, should I do this? Should I do that? Um, your flesh does not have the type of perspective that God's spirit does. And so your flesh is going to feel either simply impulsive, which is different. God doesn't just give you impulses all the time. I'm not saying he can't give you impulses. But it's not a standard way of moving people. Um, I mean, perhaps someone out there. But your flesh, that person also has a flesh, which does move impulsively. I can tell you that. Um, but secondly, um, if, your mind, if your mind has something going on while you're resting, you are not going to feel fully persuaded because it's not going to feel fully sure of itself. Um, and in the end, basically, by waiting until you feel fully persuaded into something – with God, you will be waiting on the spirit to influence you because that's the type of experience you have. That's why there's no confusion in God is because God's already done all this thought beforehand, before giving you something. So uh, when he gives you things, he gives you the fullness of the thought and the movement and everything. So, um, and then one thing he brought up is, you know, so many times people don't know when to stop resting, right? They're like, well, when do I move? Do I just sit here forever? That sucks. You know, and uh, he said, well, it's in Genesis, Brandon. He said, when the morning comes, which would be light, which would be revelation, right? So if you've not listened to other podcasts that I've given, I talked about the time the Holy Spirit explained what light was uh, from First John. And he said, you know, because it says in there, uh, in First John, here's how you know you walk with God, is that you walk in the light. Um, and so I didn't understand what that was, and I went and asked him, and he said, um, you know, light is a carrier of information so if there's a wall and you want to see the wall, light has to hit that wall and then bring it to you, carry that information to you. And the same goes for knowing God. You are in the light because you are being given information externally. And that's what revelation is, is you're being given some sort of thought or realization outside of your own line of thinking, outside of your own mind. And if you've ever had revelation, you know what I'm talking about. You you feel the enlightenment or just light coming to you, you feel it. You, you experience this thought that was not something you were presently thinking. You know, It's not like you thought your way to this idea or that idea. Um, and that's an easy way to know if you're dealing with you know, some sort of spirit giving you a thought is that the thought is probably going to be profound and it's probably going to not be in line with what you were presently just thinking. It was genuinely a bold thought that came out of nowhere that answered something or brought fullness or whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's why you wait on the Lord is for that revelation. But when revelation comes, when you feel enlightened, then you move. And that's what happened in Genesis, right? Um, well, actually, the first full day was a day of rest anyway. But um, but that is the teaching from that is you're, you should be born into rest each time And then brought to activity when the light comes. And I want to point out a major, major, major issue for walking in the Spirit for people is not resting when it's dark, when it's time to rest. You know, there are times where God says, enter into rest with me, rest with me. He says it a lot, actually, for people, if you talk to the people that aren't seeking God. (laughs) And um, I've noticed if you don't enter into that rest... When it comes time for activity, you're too weak, you're, you're easily confused or manipulated or trapped into sin because of the, all this fulfillment that isn't being experienced during these times of rest because you're not resting. And I do want to add in here that while it's true that you already have all things in Christ, the issue that so often that happens is that you don't see that stuff. You don't see that that's true. And if you don't experience those things, if you don't taste it and know it, then you don't walk in it. And that's one of the reasons why rest is so important is because in rest with God, that's where you find all these things and see all these truths about yourself and about him and about life and others and the value and everything. Um, And I do also want to talk about, you know, I I did have a large time in my life where I was backslidden. And when I came back to God, the one of the first things, um, no, I do want to say too, when I was, you know, quote, backslidden, it wasn't... That I didn't believe in God anymore. It wasn't that I was in into some crazy sin that you know makes me a worse person or something. It none none of that. It was just I had stopped walking in the peace, glory, and power of God. I had stopped being fulfilled with Him and happy. He He told me in that time that my greatest sin was boredom, and that you know sin is a red flag, that something's broken, or sick, or lacking, and. He was right. And so when I came back to him um, and I was trying to fully give him my heart and my mind, he brought up Joshua and how Joshua, you know, in the Old Testament, he was the only person that made the transition between the first group of Israelites in Egypt, I'm sorry, in the desert and the promised land. He's the only one. He's also the only person that went and just laid before the Ark of the Covenant for all Hours after hours after hours after hours is what it says. You know, he, he went and just constantly was in there resting before God. Rest brings strength. It brings deliverance because it brings truth. Right, You're giving God time in your heart, and your mind. You're giving over all these things and not in your own strength. You're literally laying all those things down. You know, the, the idea of bowing before God, I don't think is all about just physically being low to the ground. It's more of a, I mean, you can bow, and I've bowed before God. But if you look at it, what is a person doing in that time? They're laying their heart and their mind down before God. They're, and in, in seeking God myself, I've found that's what you have to do. You have to lay down your thoughts and your heart and say, God, honestly, I truly don't know. I don't know how to know you, myself. I don't know how to know the things I need to know in my my life. I can't make myself feel what I need I want you to do this for me. I lay these things down to you. And so this is why, you know, people say that the wars want the the battlefield of the war is won, you know, at rest first. And um yeah. And another thing to point out is, uh you know, so many times the Bible brings up, uh, you know, God giving us bread in these variety of ways and it's constantly brought as a metaphor for the, the words of God being given to us, uh, which are intimate, they're peace-giving, they're, they're also kind of wild, and they're, they're he, he just can be so many different things in conversation that can inspire you or heal you. And um, yeah, I just want to point out that, you know, it's healthy to have a big breakfast. When you wake up, uh, whenever you're you're resting with God, engorge in the things that are fulfilling you and ask him a lot of questions and, and dive into things that you feel to dive into with him. You know, that might be some sort of media or that just might be, you know, a walk or it could be yoga. Who the heck knows? But, um, yeah, just go and enjoy the things that he's giving you in those times. And that's going to take a separating of your worries from you. To be able to just rest and enjoy the thing right in front of you right then so all right guys that's it for um this podcast thanks for listening i hope we all can enter in rest that god gives us his little gifts (laughs) so thanks bye